Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. This is our second show of the new year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for joining us. We like to start the show by saying returns matter and risk management matters. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, and this is the Decoding Wall Street radio show. It's not if the market will turn, certainly, but when. As you know, we believe in math and statistical-based investment models is certainly the best way to minimize loss and maximize investment gains, especially in these complex markets. Kuhn Capital Partners, if you don't know, we're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary specializing in investment management, tax mitigation strategies, and retirement planning. Generally, we work with individuals 50 years or older, those that are retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If that's you, this show is designed for you. And candidly, our firm is designed for you. Please, if you want to get on our calendar and have a conversation, easiest way to do that is to text or call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And you certainly can text as well. If you're going to text, uh, please text your name, your email address, and your mailing address so we can get you some information out. And then you can text to 630-492-1912 as well. well. I hope everybody's happy and healthy. It's uh, kind of a crazy new year. Certainly with COVID, it hit our family, uh, kind of went through the, the whole house. And luckily, uh, everybody was able to manage it well, but uh, cer- certainly made for an interesting break for the kids. Uh, so, but if you are, um, uh, going through that right now, we're thinking of you, uh, certainly crazy times. So, uh, let's get into our core beliefs. Uh, a couple things I want to go over this year. Uh, I think it's important that everyone knows kind of our core beliefs as an investment advisory firm. Uh, we think every investor must have a written financial plan an income maximization plan and a tax reduction plan. Uh, hopefully that's updated at a minimum quarterly. Uh, the difference between, um, well, there's my phone. Uh, the difference between institutions and the average investor uh, is they interpret the data and invest accordingly. They don't blindly stay invested in a buy and hold strategy, regardless of changing data points. Certainly, we've had a lot inflation, rising interest rates, tax hikes, uh, tax hikes, and uh, really other headwinds that I think uh, you know people are going to face here within the next handful of years that many uh, in the past certainly haven't faced. And we also know it's painful to watch the value of your portfolio drop, which is why I believe, uh, we believe in replacing emotions uh, with a disciplined strategy that's driven by math, uh, statistical market ratios that's non-emotional and repeatable, uh, rather than just kind of gut feel. And that kind of, you know, it, it, what I found is that, you know, I think one of the greatest questions that I can ask somebody who we're not working with is, what is your strategy to reduce your losses? And, and I think that comes off as a surprise to many people. I think a lot of people think, you know, we're going to talk about doubling your money, tripling your money. We can do better. We can do better. Uh, a lot of our focus is, well, what's your strategy to lose less when the markets go down? I think you've seen, you know, the couple, uh, at least to start the, the year, uh, certainly volatility is back. And that kind of leads me into the topic of our first segment, which is why we believe passive investors may have a tougher time uh, in 2022. Again, our job isn't to ever say what you're doing is wrong. I mean, that's, I think, first off is wrong <laughs> to do, but you know, there's a lot of prideful advisors in the business and they think their way is the only way. And, uh, you know, that's certainly not the case, but we do want to challenge your, your line of thinking. And I think when we have call-ins and, and when we talk with individuals about kind of what they're doing right now, you know, one of the questions that a lot of people get stumped on uh, that I ask is, you know, what is your strategy to reduce your losses when the markets go down? Because we know it's going to happen. It's not if, it's when. Um, it may not happen this year. It may not happen for another 10 years. Who knows, right? Uh, but we know it's going to happen. And I'm really disappointed that advisors 
uh, haven't articulated to individuals what their down uh, or their their strategies to mitigate losses is inside of their portfolio. A lot of times it's, well, diversification or asset allocation, but yet they only own two asset classes, equities and bonds. So that's certainly not, you know, really a good answer. And our job is to to kind of identify, you know, what your strategy is before, you know, you really need it. Because that's ultimately when, um, you, it's, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. We want to make sure we know what it is and that it's in place before you need it. So in years like, you know, 2020, for example, uh, if you had a, you know, a, a risk-based uh, strategy in place that used math and statistics, you know, you raised cash in 2020 and you were able to take advantage of that volatility of what happened, you know, during the first bout of, uh, of COVID. And by having that strategy in place, well, it produced, you know, exceptional returns. Now, past performance isn't indicative of future results, but if you were in the uh, growth model that we recommend generally for all of our clients, it uh, returned north of 40% in 2000 when the markets returned 18. And it was just by, you know, raising cash in three tranches, not significant amount of cash. I mean, you know, got up to 50%. But again, it was based on math and statistics, not gut feel, because gut feel is tough. You know, it works until it doesn't. So, you know, when we look at kind of going into 2022, you know, I think the U.S. stock market has certainly rewarded passive investors handsomely in recent years, but I think that could change. And when we're talking about passive investors, those are individuals that are just in index funds and just you're just buying the market. And as you know, a lot of investment advisors and individuals, they're going to look at what did well, not what's going to do well. And I get why, because when you sit down with a potential client, it's very easy to show somebody, you know, some performance numbers of, hey, look how great we were, you know, over the last 13 years. It, well, I mean, pretty much anybody, you know, could have made money, you know, certainly over the last 13 years and kind of, you know, leads me to another question. Why would you hire an advisor to own index funds? And we're having that conversation a lot with individuals because what we're finding is many uh, portfolios that we're reviewing, they're, they're kind of closet index funds, which means it's just the market, which is fine. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with just owning the market, but why are you paying a fee for that? I mean, that, that's, you know, so you're almost guaranteeing that you're going to underperform the market because if you're just investing in the market and getting market-like returns, and then you have an advisor on top of that who's charging, you know, 1% to 2% a year, you know, what's the point of working with an advisor if they're just going to own the market? So, you know, we believe as in investment professionals that our job is to bring you something that you can't get on your own and, and candidly something you may not even know you need. Um, but if we look at over the last 13 years, we've been in a stretch of absolutely remarkable returns for stocks. I mean, the market has been dominated in returns. Um, if you look at kind of in the, the mega cap uh, companies, uh, for example, from 2009 to 2018, you're looking at equities that have compounded nearly at 15% a year. That's twice the long-term performance average. I mean, think about that. I mean, that is just absolutely off the charts. And when you, you know, a lot of times performance has actually kicked into even higher gear in the past three years with those stocks raging or rising rather by more than 20% a year on average, all despite the pandemic and its effect on the economy. So, you know, I can't tell you how many people I've heard from that have uh, missed, you know, this growth in the market because ultimately they had, the market had to come down. The market had to correct. And if you've talked with us for any length of time, you know that the markets don't have to do anything. They don't think, they don't feel, they just are what they are. So, you know, what's underpinning, you know, these dynamics of the market, I think we're looking at a long uh, running decline in real uh, or inflation adjusted interest rates. Uh, again, you know, that has, you know, who knows what or to the, to what extent that has, you know, propped the market up. But I mean, it, it has certainly had to help keep asset prices aloft as financial markets have increasingly decoupled from the fundamentals of the economy. Uh, when you look at kind of where interest rates are today, I mean, you know, we know it's been televised that, you know, interest rates are going to start to go up. So a concern of ours is if you look at over the last 13 years, it's hard to tell somebody they're doing something wrong 
when they've, you know, averaged, you know, in a lot of instances, 15% a year. I mean, like I mentioned, that's twice the long-term average. And then you looked at what has happened over the last three years. When you look at kind of that mega tap or mega cap growth space, I mean, you're looking at, you know, in a lot of instances, 20% annualized uh, returns. That's phenomenal. So our job or my job is, I think, a little bit more challenging today in that when it's not broke, you know, you don't want to fix it. And, and I get that for every adage of life, it's generally some really good advice. But when it comes to the investment side, it goes back to kind of what we talked about in the beginning is, well, what's your plan to mitigate losses? Because it's going to happen. And, and if we knew when it would happen, I mean, clearly I wouldn't be you know, talking on the Saturday morning to you guys, but it, it certainly is going to happen. And so my job is to say, okay, you've amassed hopefully substantial amounts of money. And, and, and again, there's a lot of people who haven't. A lot of people who have been sold products that you know, had some sort of protection in place and they just didn't grow or people who have missed out on the market because it had to, you know, correct. And we're talking with those individuals as well, uh, just because they've missed out on historic, you know, growth potential in the market. So my concern is, or my thought right now is, okay, let's make sure we, we, we lock in these gains, right? And lock in these historic uh, returns. Then then let's put something in place that with an asset manager that you simply can't go to direct that utilizes math statistics and technology as far as, you know, what kind of asset allocation do we have? When do we raise cash? And, and again, that's not playing, that's really just playing defense. It's not trying to, you know, uh, outsmart the market or, you know, trying to, um, you know, guess what the market's going to do. It's just, there's a written plan in place of, okay, when this happens, this is what we do. And I think those that recognize that you've been, I don't want to say lucky because I think gains are gains, right? But it's been really easy. Well, let's now put some science behind it. And so that if we do see a down year two or three, that we can not only take advantage of that by protecting our principal, but we could actually add to it. it. Because if we have a strategy in place that can go to cash, well, it's just simple math. We're then picking things up, you know, at, uh, at certainly at lower prices, um, you know, down the road. So those are kind of our thoughts. You know, I want to get into a lot of that today. So uh, between that and, you know, obviously it's 2022, new year, new market opportunities. We've got a lot to get to today. So more after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for listening. As you know, returns matter and risk management matters. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn, and this is the Decoding Wall Street Radio Show. It's not if the market's turn, but when. And we believe in math and statistical-based investment models are the best way to minimize losses and maximize returns in these complex markets. We are independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. If you are 50 years or older or in retirement or within five to 10 years from retirement, and you're not 100% certain your portfolio could withstand a 20 to 30 to 40% correction because it's coming at some point, uh, reach out to us so we can start that conversation. A couple ways to do that, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or you can text us your name, your address, and your email address also to 630-492-1912 as well. So we started <clears throat> the first segment I talked about how I think uh, passive investing may be a little bit more challenging this year. And I want to finish uh, that topic or I want to go over some additional uh, bullet points on that topic before we get into kind of portfolio stress testing and what it is and who does it and why you should do it and what's good about it, what's not so good about it. Uh, but again, when we go back to, you know, the last 13 years, uh, you know, averaging 15% a year, the last three years, you know, in a lot of instances, 20% a year or more. I mean, these are just all-time historic numbers, and uh, uh, hopefully you've made a lot of money, and hopefully you haven't missed out on uh, a lot of that growth. But as the new year begins, 
you know, I, I do think that passive investors are going to certainly face tougher sledding. And for one, better than expected economic growth uh, and persistent inflation uh, will likely cause the Fed to probably start, you know, hiking interest rates. And they've said that they're probably going to do that once, twice or three times this year. And, you know, that could be, you know, very, very challenging. And that could be, you know, very, very interesting to see, you know, when they suck that liquidity out of the market, you know, ultimately, you know, what's going to happen. And, and, and that's a real concern of ours. Um, because when you look at the overwhelming liquidity in the markets, I mean, it's, it's just been tremendous. And, you know, that is a major headwind that I think investors are going to face today. A couple other things that we think we need to be cognizant of, um, into 2022, a couple bullet points here, uh, that I, I was thinking about, you know, obviously the struggling of the build back better act, uh, don't really care what anybody thinks about it, pro or con. Um, but you know, obviously there's certainly, you know, some tax credits in there that, that could be affected and, and, and that certainly is going to be a headwind. And it's something that we have to think about whether you like it or you don't like it is really irrelevant. And that's kind of how we look at it because we look at it, well, how could it affect the market? How could that affect our clients? And we want to make sure that, you know, we remove our personal feelings and make sure that we're giving our clients the best chance to, uh, to ultimately succeed. Uh, when you look at kind of Another main topic that we're concerned about is, you know, relative weakening of the U.S. dollar. When you look at the strength of the dollar, which has appreciated about 6% in 2021, that has reinforced current market trends, both by attracting uh, foreign cash flows into treasuries, as, as you know, and sheltering the U.S. Uh, economy um, from import inflation. But, you know, that could also reverse if U.S., uh, if non-U.S. markets, particularly China, Japan, and Europe, if they experience a better than expected uh, recovery, you could look at the treasury market, could see significant outflows uh, against the backdrop of persistent inflation and lessening liquidity, which all that really means is uh, it could be a challenge to, uh, to ultimately the market. And then lastly, you know, kind of a concern that's on our radar screen, and we talked about it earlier is when you look at the outsized impact of mega cap concentration on volatility, I mean, the S&P 500 has come to be, you know, dominated by just a handful of mega uh, cap stocks. And I'm, I'm sure you know what, what they are. And, and there's been some fascinating statistics of if you take out, you know, a certain stock or two into the index, what it does to the performance. Um, and so the challenge is that uh, what if, you know, what has done really, really well, what if it stops doing as well? And then ultimately, when you look at the market, um, you know, if you have five or six names that are holding up the over, you know, the other, you know, 495 or 94 uh, names, you know, there could be some pretty significant volatility. And I think that's, you know, ultimately what we're going to see. And, and so the question I, I'm going to come back to before we get into kind of portfolio stress testing and what it is and what it's not is what's your, port, what's your plan to lose less if the markets don't continue to rip 15 to 20% a year? Uh, because if, if it's just to sit and wait and sit and take it, you know, that's probably not a great answer uh, because, you know, we could go into a period of time where ultimately, you know, where we're at currently valuation-wise, we're actually projecting, not us, but the numbers are actually projecting a flat to negative 10-year period. Now that certainly can change, um, and that's just what the numbers are today. When you look at the current valuation today and you look out 10 years, historically, the markets are flat to down. And so if you don't think that we could see a 10-year period of, of not a lot of growth, all you, have to do go, all you have to do is go back to the early 2000s. All right, so let's get into uh, stress testing and portfolio stress testing and why it's uh, good and why everybody should consider having it uh, done. It, obviously, in every area of life, you are kind of, uh, well, certainly when it comes to health, I mean, I guess if you get on the scale every day, you know, you're in essence stress testing your, your overall health, right? Uh, if you don't like the number, well, that may mean you're not healthy. So you ultimately you know, want to do all you can to get that number to be a little bit lower. And when it comes to portfolio stress testing, uh, it's not guessing uh, the market. A lot of the reports that we have found and uh, software that we have found, uh, we absorb that cost as a firm. Now, there's some very basic stress testing software 
um, uh, available to individual investors. But when you look at kind of high level institutional type quality stress testing, it's hard to get access to because it's, it's just pretty expensive. So we believe that economic research, historical records, statistical data, quantitative analysis to measure millions of relationships between the economy and investing, that is really portfolio stress testing. And then it's when, when you look at, you know, what is portfolio stress testing in its simplest form, I think stress testing your current portfolio, and you don't have to have, I mean, if you have 100,000, that's great. You should get it stress tested. If you have 10 million, well, you should get it stress tested. So don't let the you know, number of commas inside of your t- portfolio determine whether or not you get the portfolio stress tested. But stress testing is about ex- accessing the potential impact of economic scenarios. Maybe uh, rapid increase of, in, of, in, of uh, inflation, even more so. Rapid increase of interest rates, geopolitical risk, uh, oil crash, inflation, et cetera. And then how does that affect your portfolio and what does that do to it? Does it go up a lot? Does it go down a lot? What if we test it against what if scenarios based on real life macroeconomic uncertainties and measure, you know, their potential impact on your portfolio? So portfolio stress testing is not about predicting the future, but identifying and adjusting for downside risk. So I think everybody should have their portfolio stress tested. Uh, It's it. It's complimentary with us. Don't let the complimentary part scare you. It's probably more in-depth and sophisticated than what you're going to find with, you know, most advisory firms because of, you know, the commitment that we have with that software provider. But if you are not 100% certain that your portfolio could withstand a 20 to 30 to 40% correction, I want to make sure that you take advantage of that stress test. And it starts with texting in or calling in 630 1912 630-492-1912, or you can text your name, your address, and your phone um, uh, email address to 630-492-1912 as well. And you know, let's start talking about that stress test. Let's look at your current portfolio, and then let's just ask the big what ifs, because I think you know that is the issue. If you know, when we look at kind of where everybody's at today, I think you've got people that are trying to plan for retirement. You have people that are living in retirement. You have people that want to pay for college. You have people who um, want to maximize their inheritance or, you know, to their family. You have people that, you know, are looking to retire in the next five to 10 years. And it's shocking to me that, that people aren't trying to uncover the risks inside of their portfolio. It, it, that is, a, is, is something I think that, again, I guess I can understand because when we go back to, you know, 15% annualized over 13 years, well, there's not a lot of risk out there, right? But we know that, well, I, don't, I guess I shouldn't say we know, it's, it's highly uh, improbable that it's going to continue over the next 10 years. As a matter of fact, like I mentioned earlier, at today's valuations, you know, it's, it's statistically uh, highly likely that if we look out 10 years, that were flat to down. And so I think we'll see a lot of volatility in there, but now we want to uncover those risks inside of your portfolio before ultimately, you know, we see any kind of major volatility. So, you know, I think accessing your portfolio risks against a variety of economic and market uh, scenarios is important when we can do it. You know, we can stress test, test it against 90 different market scenarios. And we can make sure that at least you're aware of what could happen uh, inside of your portfolio before it does. Uh, Coming up, uh, the last two segments of the show, I want to spend some time on fixed income. We're still seeing uh, large fixed income portfolios inside of uh, investors' uh, overall asset allocation. And that's it's concerning to us uh, because, you know, interest rates have been telegraphed. We know that they're coming interest rate hikes, I should say, have been telegraphed. We anticipate them to to be coming or coming just because that's what we're told, right? And I want to make sure that you fully understand the impact that that could have on your overall portfolio, especially if you have 20, 30, 40, 50% of your money in um, a bond in or fixed income. Same thing, but well, I guess not technically the same thing, but when we talk about bonds, um, we're talking about fixed income uh, securities that have done a phenomenal job of mitigating a lot of the volatility here over, you know, since the mid eighties, but we're now going into an interest, uh, 
environment of increasing rates maybe more rapidly than we've experienced um, for 15, 20 years. And so we have to really be cognizant of that and what, again, the risk that that could have on you know your overall portfolio. So you are listening to Decoding Wall Street. I'm your host, uh, Robert Kuhn. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, certainly just, just make a simple phone call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or you can text us as well. Uh, if you're going to text, we just ask you to give us your name, your email address, and your mailing address uh, so we can get the information to you. That's 630-492-1912 as well. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for listening. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. This is the Decoding Wall Street Radio Show, where we talk about anything and everything when it comes to investing. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to also thank you for downloading uh, the podcast. As you know, we podcast uh, this radio show where we create a podcast out of the radio show uh, that airs on Saturday that you can get on our website uh, as well as the KCP Minute, which I didn't talk a whole lot about, which I should have actually. I'm not uh, kind of surprised I forgot to talk about it. But, you know, the purpose of the radio show is to be very broad-based and to cover a lot of topics. Uh, because obviously, you know, everybody's in a different uh, stage in life when it comes to uh, investing. But one of the critiques I get often, and I understand, is can you get a little bit more specific in certain topics? And I get it. And, and, and I want to get, you know, more specific and dive a little deeper into certain topics. And that's why I've decided uh, for 2022 to also include, or in addition to the radio show, to start uh, doing an episode called the KCP Minute. Uh, we just uh, recorded our first one, and, and they're very short segments, three to, you know, seven minutes. And I think the actual content is three to four minutes, and the rest is disclosures, candidly. Uh, but the first one we did on the KCP Minute was the math of a large portfolio loss. And we really dive into that in a very quick hit, short format. My attention span is, it is what it is, and, and I can listen to two or three minutes. Hopefully, you can do that. So. Uh, if you want to uh, get access to those, uh, visit the website, www.kuhncp. So that's www.kuhncp.com and hit the radio tab and you'll see all of the shows uh, from uh, that, that air here on Saturday mornings, but also take a look for the KCP Minute. And those may be updated once or twice a week. They may be updated once or twice a month. It really just, when I feel the need to talk about something that is very timely and very targeted, uh, I'm going to make sure that I do that and, and get that out to, to individuals. So uh, I talked a little bit about um, the last time, uh, you know, when you look at kind of 10-year numbers going forward based on valuation. And I want to just come back to that because I know I'm going to get a lot of texts uh, and a lot of calls uh, on that. And if you, if you do have any, you know, questions or uh, comments, or you want to, you know, start a conversation, certainly just call me at uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And you can text in as well, uh, text your name, your email address, and your mailing address. So we can get the information to you. You can send that to 630-492-1912 as well. But the last time there was a forecast of negative 10-year returns in the market was actually 1999. Uh, investors didn't get back to even on a total return basis for 13 years. Think about that. And, and those are the statistics that we're seeing more and more of. So if we go back to the last uh, time there was a forecast of negative 10-year returns was 1999, and we all know what happened in 2000. We know what happened in 2001 and 2002, uh, all three down years. And investors, it took just to get back to even on a total return basis, it took 13 years. So certainly a lot of differences today, uh, you know, certainly in the tech space, a lot of, I mean, companies are actually making money and producing crazy revenue in a lot of instances. 
So we're not calling for another 10 year period of no growth, but what we're saying is that could happen, right? Uh, and the probabilities, um, I don't know if they're uh, high that, that, that it will happen, but if you just look, simply look at the numbers at, you know, current valuations, you know, that's what, uh, the market uh, could be forecasting to have happen. And it, it, it just all comes down to how are we going to take advantage of that rather than be controlled by it? So how can we take advantage of that volatility? Like a year, like 2020, where the market was up 18%, but if you just had some some risk management in place that took advantage of the volatility by raising cash during, you know, predetermined uh, situations in the market. I mean, you could have been up, you know, north of 40% in a lot of instances. So that, that certainly is a concern of ours. And in, in we, we often talk about kind of money supply and we got into it kind of, you know, last segment and, and we look at kind of the bond market and I don't want to get too, you know, techie or, you know, mathematical on people, but there's a couple statistics that just jumped off the page to me. When you look at the entire history of the United States, 75% of its money supply was actually added in just the past 14 years. So, I mean, think about that. So think about expanding your balance sheet, which is just pumping money into the system from $3.6 trillion to over $8.5 trillion in less than two years. And all you have um, and, and all that you're getting after that initial sugar high is slowing growth and rising prices. So, you know, that is a challenge. And, and that kind of, you know, leads me into, you know, one of our core components is we believe that institutions, what they do best is they're managing money. They're not managing emotions. And as data points change, uh, a lot of, you know, their, their strategies will change. But when it comes to individuals or individual investment advisors, they rarely will adjust a strategy if, based upon changing data points. And I think a lot of it has to do with, they just don't want to, maybe they don't have a strategy in place, period, other than the market going up. I mean, I see that all the time. Uh, but also maybe they don't want to admit that they're wrong. You know, very, very prideful uh, people. And it's hard to admit to a client that's paying you to manage your money, they ultimately you were wrong. Very few people want to give themselves a uh, a pay cut, and I think that's going to happen a lot here. You know, in the next, you know, certainly in the next twelve months, but maybe even the next sixteen months, where if you have a large percentage of your money in fixed income, and it is because if you look at the fixed income market, I mean, and a lot of uh, fixed income was actually down last year, and we didn't even see rates spike. I mean, you know, it's a misnomer to think that. You know, because I'm in bonds, I'm in something safe. I think it's, you know, that has been, you know, th the right place to be, or it's been a, an accurate statement because interest rates, you know, in the mid eighties, I think topped out on the 10 year at, I don't know, 13, 14, 15%. And then, you know, where we're at today. I mean, you know, certainly much lower, well, at all time lows. So we're going to go over in the fourth segment of the show this week, kind of some strategies to. Uh, mimic, you know, kind of the, the, the positive attributes of fixed income on a portfolio. But I wanted to get into, I saw a report this week and I thought it was fascinated. The 17 equations that changed the world. Some of this has absolutely nothing to do with investing, but I, I thought it was really interesting and we'll get to kind of why I, uh, I thought that, but, you know, law of gravity, you know, you had Newton in 19, uh, 19, um, well, 1687, the square root of minus one, other ones really jump out here. Um, let's see here. Uh, relativity, that obviously is, is, was, was a big one. But what I didn't see here, and, I, and, and you, you've often been, you know, we've often heard, you know, uh, Albert Einstein say the eighth wonder of the world. Certainly don't know if he said it or not. It's reported that he said it, was compound interest. And when we look at, you know, the 17 equations that changed the world, you know, I don't know how they would, going to put this in an equation, but it kind of led me to believe or kind of start thinking that, well, you know, one of the things that when it comes to the investment world, one of the greatest ways to compound wealth is, is compound interest. And one of the greatest destroyers of compound interest is portfolio losses. And I truly believe that, you know, it's, it sounds terrible, but those that lose money, they really Oh, I don't even want to get into that because it's a, 
it'll take me down a whole nother rabbit hole. But the point is, is you don't have to lose money what the market, like what the markets do. And I think so much of what it is that I do on a day in and day out basis is purely educational in, in the fact that, you know, there are some real risks in the market today. It, it, that is just unquestioned. And we, you know, what else is unquestioned is the fact that everybody thinks they're geniuses because the market's, you know, been up 15% a year over the last 13 years. So again, you know, my nine-year-old is probably, you know, a great stock picker as well. And she knows absolutely nothing about the market. I mean, you can't confuse a great strategy with a raging bull market. And on the same, you know, flip side to that is we don't want to scare people into thinking that, okay, now you have to go put yourself into something that you can't lose money with, because that's a huge movement today in the industry is there's some strategies that are being sold that have that principal protection feature, which is very, very good. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with protecting principal, but on the growth side, they're missing out so much. And so what we want to do, and one of the things that we're trying to articulate to people today is that let's look at kind of your income, your income needs, right? And then let's try to, you know, utilize some sort of a strategy that is built for generating income. And when you look at, you know, kind of in the bank space and the structured note space, or you look in the, uh, the insurance space in the, in the annuity space, you know, there's, there's some pretty compelling strategies in both of those spaces that can do things that you and I simply can't do. And when we can kind of try to get cash flow yields, you know, in the, in the neighborhood of six, seven, eight percent a year, uh, those are kind of some strategies that we may want to take a look at and have a conversation about the pros and cons of, because what that ultimately does is that allows us to then invest for growth with the remainder of the portfolio. Morningstar came out and they said, um, it was a few months ago, but the, the safe distribution rate was now 2.8% a year. So everybody's still used to hearing 4%. Well, with interest rates where they're at today, that's 2.8% is what they're saying. So you have a million dollars and they're saying, well, you can safely take out $28,000 pre-tax. Uh, that's not going to do it for a lot of people. And, you know, that's kind of the very lazy way to, you know, look at portfolio distribution. I mean, why don't we utilize a bank or an insurance company? Why don't we leverage their balance sheets and look at a strategy that may give us, you know, six, seven, eight, nine percent cash flow. And then we don't have to allot as much money to generate a much higher distribution, you know, rate or amount that you want, because then we could certainly invest uh, ultimately the rest for, for growth. So lots to go over uh, in that regard. Uh, certainly I'm having a tremendous amount of conversations about, you know, a lot of these new structured strategies that are available today, you know, pros and cons to everything. I think a good advisor looks at things objectively, not what they're called and they can have an articulate or an intelligent conversation of saying, here's the pros, here's the cons. And, and can we utilize, you know, it inside of our portfolio? So I want to thank everybody for listening. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk uh, more about fixed income yields and what to expect in the new year as rates rise. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn of Kuhn Capital Partners. Give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, or text 630-492-1912 as well. Just give us your name, your address, and your mailing address. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for listening. This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. As you know, I believe risk management matters. I believe returns matter. We are a independent fiduciary. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. 
We generally focus on investment management, tax mitigation strategies, and retirement planning. We work with individuals 50 years or older, individuals who are retired or within five to 10 years from retirement. If that's you, uh, the show is uh, designed for you. Send it along to, to other friends that may need to listen to it as well. Or, and candidly, our firm is designed for you. A couple ways to get in touch with us. You can certainly visit the website, www.kuhncp.com. Go to the website and hit the radio tab. You can listen to all the shows uh, that we've done, but also the new KCP Minute. And we did a KCP Minute. The first episode was the uh, math of a large portfolio loss. So I encourage you to visit and listen to that. It's only three or four minutes, uh, four or five minutes of disclosures, but actual content is, is two to three to four minutes. Uh, so you can do that at uh, www.kuhnc, as in Charlie, P as in Paul.com. Or give us a call, uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And you can also text us. If you're going to text us, uh, just ask you to, to uh, text your name, your address, and your email. Uh, you can text to 630-492-1912 as well. I was going to dive a little deeper into fixed income. Um I don't want to bore people on the radio show. I mean, just, just get to the point or let me get to the point. If, you know, we talked about stress testing and that's not trying to predict the market. That's just trying to look at macroeconomic events and then looking how your portfolio would uh, act accordingly if interest rates spike. And, and if, if you have a heavy, you know, fixed income, I mean, a lot of fixed income was down last year. And I think a lot of fixed income, fixed income could be down two to, to 10% this year. So those are the things that I want to make sure that were you at least know what could happen. Um, so if you have a large fixed income portfolio, give me a call 630-492-1912. Let's run it through a stress test. It's complimentary. It doesn't cost you anything. Let's see how affected it will be if, if rates rise. So I was going to talk more about fixed income, but it's so boring <laughs> candidly that, that I want to try to, you know, again, everything that we do is try to educate and give you something actionable uh, to walk away with, whether you implement that with us or whether you implement that on your own or with your current advisor, then, you know, we think that we're doing our job. So I figured I'd spend the last segment of the second show of 2022. Uh, thanking everybody. Um, first off, you know, we, we came back on air, uh, last year and, and moved time, this time slot. And, uh, I think it's been very well received. Uh, I gauge that by how much interaction we have with listeners and it's a lot. And I know it takes a lot of, um, I don't know if guts is the right word, but it's hard to pick up the phone or text somebody you don't know. And I get it. Uh, but when it comes to your money, it's even harder to do that. But I've always told people it's a lot harder than losing or losing a lot of money is a lot harder. So uh, hopefully you get, if you've listened to us for any length of time, you get that we're pretty low key group, uh, but we take kind of what we do very, very seriously. So I want to thank everybody for, um, you know, for listening to the show. That means a lot to us. I mean, if that's what we do and this is all I've done in my adult career is, is financial advice in one way or another, whether it's institutional with uh, advisors or whether it's, you know, directly with individual investors. So um, I've been truly blessed and, and, I, and I love that. And we want to share our, our knowledge and, and our experience and, and have some great conversations. So hopefully going into 2022, you'll keep calling, you'll keep texting and uh, keep giving me good ideas on, on uh, things to talk about. So uh, with the remainder uh, part of the show today, a couple you know, topics I want to get to, and, and really it's just kind of what to expect in 2022. I think the consensus is that uh, the easy returns are over, uh, not only for equities, but credit uh, in the credit market and in the treasury space. So it, it, it's such an interesting dynamic. And, and I don't, unless you live and breathe this market, I don't think you realize how uh, interesting it is just because of what's going on. You know, when we look at kind of the current market cycle, it has been hot and it has been fast. So much so, in fact, that investors, I think, are now confronting a very different dynamic uh, for the year ahead. I mean, we're in very early cycle timing, mid-cycle conditions, yet late cycle valuations with exuberance to boot. And, and what does that mean? Okay, that what that means is that we are still in a period of uh, potentially slowing growth going forward. And uh, when you look at kind of that growth potentially slowing, 
yet we'd look at the valuations, which is just, you know, how expensive is something. And everything we do in life is valuation-based. You buy a car, you want to get a good price. You buy anything, you want to get a good price. But when it comes to investing, you know, individuals, they just have a hard time determining, you know, is it a good time to buy this or buy that? You know, I get asked often, is XYZ a good company? Well, are we trying to buy it as an investment or do we want to, is it a good company? Because a lot of the companies are great companies, but they're very, very, very poor um, investments just based on, you know, current valuation. So one of the things that concerns me greatly is inflation. And when you look at inflation in major markets, we just don't know ultimately, you know, how that is going to react um, and and what we're going to see uh, as, as rates start to rise. So one of the questions I'm asked, you know, often is, is it time to lighten up on stocks? And in a view that is, you know, most likely to, to, to raise eyebrows, I do think that there's a chance for buying hold investors that uh, I think the index could end down next year. I think the index could uh, decline 5% or more in 2022. And, and, and well, clients may say, or investors may say, well, then why would I invest? And well, a lot of that is if you just bought and held. If you have no strategy in place to take advantage of the volatility in the market, I think if you just buy Jan 1 and, or bought Jan 1 and then you know, sell you know, December 31st of, the year, of, of uh, 2022, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, the markets may be down. But during that period of time, I think one thing is certain is I think we're going to see uh, some pretty substantial volatility, which, which I welcome because if you're positioned correctly, uh, volatility can do one of two things. It can make you nervous, but if you have a good strategy in place, you view that as opportunity and a way to make money. Then that kind of leads me into, you know, my next uh, talking point, I think, going into the new year, conversations that I'm having with potential clients and those that uh, are current clients, of course. And if you, if you do want to have a conversation with us, you know, offline, um, well, clearly offline because we don't take call-ins, but uh, give us a call at 630-492-1912, uh, 630-492-1912. And you can also text. That's pretty easy to do, obviously. We just ask that you text your name, uh, your uh, email, and your mailing address so we can get the information out to you. You can text 630-492-1912 as well. But I think stock selection could matter more uh, today than, than, it, than it has in the past. And, and when we looked at, we talked a lot about it in, in the first segment that, you know, passive investing has, has done phenomenal because the markets have done phenomenal. But you have to understand that, that just buying the index, the index can also be down. And when do you want to invest? You know, do you want to invest after a 13-year period where, you know, you're looking at in a lot of instances, and in, certainly in the mega cap space, of 15% annualized rates of return, or do you want to invest in something that you're going to set it and forget it after a year like 2008, where the market's already down, and then we look at kind of probability analysis where the markets are just going to continue probably to turn and run. That's when we want to invest. So I think stock selection and individual security selection is going to, um, you know, just make a whole it could make the difference between a good year and a bad year. And then kind of the last topic or talking point going into 2022 is I want individuals to really take a look at, you know, their portfolio. And I want to start talking about, you know, two things, how, what is designed and how are we designed to minimize losses? That is such a critical question. I would ask every advisor that if, if, if every client or listener, I would ask an advisor that if you're working, how do we, how is my portfolio? Why am I hiring you? What are you going to do to minimize losses if the markets drop 20 or 30%? Because candidly, that's what you need an advisor for. You don't need an advisor over the last, you know, 13 years. I mean, the market's up 15%. You know, newsflash, you could have done that on your own as well, probably. Um, so we want to make sure that what are you doing, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor, that in a year like 2020, where the markets were up 18 well, what if we had some strategies in place that could raise cash? Well, maybe we could have been up 35 or 40%. So what portion of my portfolio or what is the strategy to take advantage of the volatility and to minimize my losses when the markets go down? And if that answer can't be articulated, then you owe it yourself to call somebody else. 630-492-1912.
We'd love to put, throw our ring in the hat or hat in the ring, 630-492-1912. Because that is such a fundamental question. That's the heart of all investing. And I don't want to see people lose money unnecessarily. And then that kind of leads me to the next topic or last you know, topic of, of today and kind of what my, my last you know, topic that I'm going to talk about you know, going forward with uh, current clients and, and, and potential clients is, do we want to encourage or do we want to add strategies that protect principal? You know, whether it's a structured note, which is offered by the, you know, all the banks, or do we want to look at, you know, some other types of strategies that are offered by the insurance companies that where we're at in a period of time, what does that do to my risk reward of my portfolio? So I, if you look at it, whether it's 10% of your portfolio, whether it's 30% of your portfolio, anytime you can add a strategy that, that protects principal and can still give you between three and you know, 7% a year um, in, in over a 10 year period now, uh, that's ultimately gonna reduce your volatility and increase your rate of return uh, long-term. So we're having those conversations with individuals especially if you're in your fifties, you know, we, you just can't sit and take a 30% loss. And, you know, so those are kind of, you know, the topics I know is all over the board today. Uh, hopefully you got something out of it. That's kind of how my mind thinks. And, and I know it may drive some listeners crazy. I do bounce around from topic to topic, but again, uh, that's our job. I think my job is to, if you're going to listen to me, you know, speak, I want to give you something that ultimately you can take advantage of. And I certainly would welcome a phone call um, from you to, you know, dive a little deeper into your individual situation, uh, or text or whatever, you know, we'd love to have these conversations. So again, I want to thank everybody for listening. 2021 was fantastic. We want to make 2022 even better. Uh, we want to see that those numbers grow for people who are downloading the podcast and you can do that at www.kuhncp.com. Go to the radio tab, download, listen, subscribe. Uh, also, if you want to reach out to us, you have a question, finance, investment related, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, give us a call or certainly text us as well. We just ask you to give us your name, your email address, your mailing address, uh, 630-492-1912 as well. So everybody have a great, happy, healthy week. We look forward to talking with you next week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.